Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. So if somebody came to you and said, I will give you $10 million. I'm listening. Or millions of dollars. Right. right you're automatically yeah, like, yeah. okay, you have my attention. For most of us, that's life-changing money. Mm, most of us. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. If you're Jeff Bezos or somebody, you're like, yeah, it's like yeah, $10 okay. million. I got that in my sofa cushion. Let me finish my sandwich real quick. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, ten, somebody is offering yes. $10 million Somebody to said, do. I will give you $10 million, but this is the thing. It's probably going to go against your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably going to have to do something you really don't agree with. But hey, you'll get over it. It's, it's ten million dollars. You're gonna be rich. You're gonna be ten million dollars richer. So, so yeah. what if you have to do something that compromises your beliefs? So what if you have to portray someone that you're not? Yep. Um, what would you do? Would you just be like, mm, you know what? This isn't real life. Would you? Would you? Would you act like right. someone you're not? Just to get the ten million dollars, would you compromise your beliefs so you could be a rich man? Yeah, what would you do? Yeah, you know what? I mean, if somebody came up and said, "Hey, would you do this for a Klondike bar?" The answer is no. <laughs> but ten million dollars, like I said, for most of us, that's serious, life changing money. That's that's one of those things where you really have to dig deep and think. Okay, what am I going to do? That's that's what? a great question. But why do you bring that up? Okay, well, first of all. Um, for me, I would like to say that I'm the type of woman that if anybody asked me if I would do anything that would compromise my beliefs for $10 million, I would like to think I'm the type of woman that would immediately say, no, mm-hmm. of course not. Mm-hmm. But for $10 million, I'm probably going to sleep on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you. Let me. Uh, well, let me think. Can I have a day to think about this before? No, God, I'm with you. I, I wish, know you are a forgiving God. <laughs> I wish I could tell you exactly the same thing, that it'd be like, no way. I am insulted that you have even made this such an offer. Be gone with you, good sir. I wish I, I would say, but yeah, $10 million would make a big difference in my family's life. Because I can repent afterwards, right? Okay, <laughs> I think no, my no. question would be, what is it I got to do? Okay, so I'm asking because um, earlier this month, um, as I was scrolling through my socials, I saw um, Chris Tucker um, doing this interview. And if you're not familiar with Chris Tucker, he is a comedian. He's an actor. <clears throat> During my um, younger years, I uh-huh. may have watched this movie he was in. Uh-huh. What was the name of that movie, <clears throat> Jess? Okay. Tell him a lot about myself here. Just know that Jess has not always been saved. Right. I'm just going to keep it real with you. The movie was called Friday. Yeah, I know the movie. Oh, you know the movie too? I do know the movie, and I'm going to be honest with you. I thought it was hilarious. It was. A lot of us know the movie. Friday, right. Chris Tucker. It put him on the map, really. Yes. Um, And he was not a clean comedian back then. No, he um, wasn't. Not a clean comedian in this movie, Friday. Y'all know the movie. It's hey, rough. Hey, Parker. Um, he was, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that. I was just trying to reacquaint you with the movie if you'd not heard of it. Right. Um, Look, there's even scenes of the movie that are popular <clears throat> memes now. Yes. Right? That's how much of a cultural it's icon. A pop culture. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, the movie was, um, it promoted um, smoking weed yep. and, it, it, okay, it, it was Nothing bad. really edifying in the movie. No, it, it just, wasn't. So, But that movie put him on the map, yes, made him did. real popular. 
But I saw this interview and he um, the person asking him um, why he never played in any of the sequels. Yeah, there there was a sequel. There was there was a prequel. There there was like all kinds of other. um, Right. Whatever prequel part three four whatever sure they made a whole bunch of them and right. cashed in on the success other of the installments. first one right. and none right. of the other ones were ever as popular as the first one because mm-hmm. Chris Tucker made the movie yeah, like a- he was the like him and Ice Cube um, starred in the first one right. side by side they like made the first Friday right. and you know the guy was like you know what the the other ones were okay but none of them were never the same without you in them I know they asked you to be in it and um and the guy interviewing Chris Tucker said you know I heard there was a rumor that they offered you like millions something around 10 million dollars mm. to be in the the sequel okay now I know where the 10 million comes from in your mm-hmm. question and um you turned that down and Chris Tucker was like yeah I did did he really yeah he said um This is exactly, hold on, I'm looking for my quote here. He said, back then, I got to tell you, one of the reasons why I didn't do that second one was because of the weed. Because, man, that movie was really a phenomenon, but I didn't want to be the reason everybody was walking around smoking weed Mm -hmm. and because I found the Lord. Really? I mean. I had no idea. I didn't either. So, I mean. That just blew me away. Yeah. And so he even said in another interview somewhere that, you know, he decided that he would only do clean comedy. He would do, um, he wouldn't ever do any kind of um, movies or television shows that promoted smoking weed, that encouraged people to do drugs. Or that, um, in any way compromised his belief in God. Now, this was before he got the gig in Fifth Element, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the name of the movies he did with Jackie Chan. Um, I, But I think they were kind of clean. Well, they were. This is yeah, what so I'm saying. He, he, These so are before did. those offers came to him. So when he made this decision not to accept the money to compromise his newly found right. faith— that was quite a risk for him. Right. Yes. That yes. could have mm-hmm. ended his career. Hollywood could have oh, said, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. well, we're done oh, with you. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. Wow. Now, that takes guts, no, man. See, that takes a lot of guts. Now, Good okay, not to like over-spiritualize this, but right. him, with him still getting big jobs and those major things, because like those Rush Hour movies with Jackie Thank Chan you. were huge yes like, they he were made bank yes he did he probably made more than 10 million dollars doing those rush hour all told with all total. of them i'm sure he did sure he did when you don't compromise your beliefs and stick to um stick to your beliefs right like god god rewarded him for that mm-hmm. you know what i mean god honors god when, honored that's yeah. what I'm, I'm sorry that's what i was trying to say no, god no, no, honored god honored that yeah. now when when we make those decisions in our personal life, that doesn't mean we're going to get offered big movie roles. No, it does not. I'm just bank. saying. I'm just saying. But, but it it is. You're right. God does honor when we are 
given when an we opportunity. Are faithful, uh-huh. and when we are faithful, God, I, yeah. I, I truly believe God honored that for him. But um, I was just blown away. Like, I never knew that. And I just thought that, wow, is something wrong with, like, for mm-hmm. me, back in the, those days, especially because I was like in high school, like I had to sneak to watch that movie. Right. Like, and um, even I think I was like <laughs> 17 or 18 still, though. And um, I still had to sneak to watch that movie. But anyway, that's a whole other story. You know, it's but, interesting. Um, I, I remember thinking then, what is wrong with him? Why wouldn't he want to be in part really? two? Like, I never knew this. Yeah. I, I did not know that he had given his life to God. Yeah, that is a fascinating aspect, and um, you know, I'm look thinking about, and I don't know all the things that he's done, but thinking about it, yes, rush hour, funny, but relatively clean. Even his uh, part, his part in uh, the Fifth Element was outrageous, but relatively clean. I can see that, and it's a fascinating aspect. And you know what? There's a lot of people in Hollywood but also in just regular life that are given an opportunity where their faith has to hit the rubber. You know, the rubber has to meet the road. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, have you ever had a circumstance where you were faced with a worldly issue and you really had to make a decision, which way do I go? Um, I'm sure there has been just like little things, nothing like really – not off the top of my head yeah. that I can like think major. I'm sure there's been something like little things. I mean, we're all faced with like little things here or there, you know? I, I look back and I see how God has had a hand in me ending up right here sitting in this studio with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started out having my own business and I loved it. And somebody gave me a book, uh, Rick Warren's, you know, Purpose Driven Life. Oh, yeah. Good one. And it was one of those things where God really laid on my heart. It's like, okay, what are your passions? My response was, I don't know. What are the talents that I've given you? I I, I don't know. So I began pursuing that. Mm -hmm. Well, getting into radio, you make friends. You kind of rub elbows with some of the big names in the industry. And I'll be honest with you, I had some really big opportunities. I Mm -hmm. thought... I thought for sure, you know, I was going to be the next Rush Limbaugh. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, hang out with Glenn Beck every once in a while. God has every time, every time an opportunity has come up for me to go that route. Something has come up where God is like, yeah, it's not where you're going. <laughs> and the more I've realized that it's not about me, but about God, the more at peace I have become and the direction God has guided me. So there's been some real decisions, some made for me and some that I've made on my own. It's like choosing the direction God wants you to go in. And I look back and go, okay, I can see why. Uh, There was one opportunity I had to do uh, talk radio in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. That would not have been a good idea for me. That would have been very detrimental to me. And I see where God has protected and guided. And there have been opportunities for me to have to say, okay, am I going to go the direction God wants me to go? Or I'm going to go the direction, you know, the world wants me to go. And yeah, experience. Exactly. Yeah. Because, oh, look, there's money. 
There is, there is uh, relative fame, if you can call it that, you know? There's all the trappings that come with what we, in a worldly sense, call success. Or there is the peace and the, and the tranquility and the knowledge knowing that what you're doing every day has eternal value, not just in the bank account, yeah. not just in, oh, how many likes have I gotten on Facebook today? It has real eternal value. And that is not an easy decision to make. Those are those are yeah. some really tough it's, decisions. You know, it's it's not easy. And I was just encouraged by this, not just because it's Chris Tucker. First of all, it fascinated me because it's these are hard decisions. Being a Christian is not easy. I mean, you you constantly make a decision on Am I going to follow the world or am I going to follow God? But you have to make that decision yeah. each and every day. Yeah. And sometimes those decisions are huge and sometimes they're very, very small. Right. Very subtle. Right. But every single time you make that decision to follow God, you are never going to come back. Like making that decision to follow, well, I can right. just speak for myself, making the decision to follow God instead of following the world has never steered me wrong. And I love how this story right here about Chris Tucker, it, it just says, you know what? It, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's about my faith in God. Right. And it's about me choosing God over my career because once I follow God, everything else is going to fall in place and God is going to honor that. And it did. And I'm not just and I'm not saying that, you know, once you choose to follow God, your life is going to be perfect. Everything's going to be puppies and rainbows. I'm not saying that. No, but I'm saying choosing God is worth Mm. it every single time. I think that's the point I was trying to make a minute ago is that it's worth it Mm -hmm. that what we see we can get very caught up in what we think success is Mm -hmm. that we can get very caught up in what we think being um, being a good person is or doing the right thing is. But when we really stop and focus on what is it that God wants us to do, we first of all have to be willing, like Chris did, Chris Tucker, be willing to let go of that $10 million, let go of that idea of what success is. If we're holding on to that with both hands and going, no, 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 this is what success is, God has a real difficult time getting in between what we think success is in our heart. You know, we're holding it on so tight that we we don't give God the opportunity to speak to our hearts. Right. And when you let go of that, that's really scary. Because you don't know what tomorrow is. You have no idea. Think about that in, in his particular circumstance. He's letting go of a $10 million paycheck. Does that mean in three or four months' time down the road, he can't make the mortgage payment on his house? Does that mean that Hollywood drops him and says, you know what, pal, we're not going to do business with you anymore. You don't play games by our rules, you don't play at all. See ya. He had no clue. But the point you made was you trust that God will then guide your steps. And you know what? If Chris Tucker had never made another movie, had never been able to do another stand-up gig, God would have given him what he needed to be satisfied, content, and happy in life doing God's work. 
whatever that is. You know, and sometimes that's getting into the ministry. Sometimes that's nothing more than just being a nice person on the road every day. Okay, maybe I'm speaking to myself there. <laughs> but the point is, <laughs> the point is, is that you take that chance in trusting and letting God do what God's going to do and take rest in knowing that God knows what's best and he's going to do it. He's going to guide you. That ain't easy, man, though. It's just not because we are surrounded every day, inundated by what the world says is success. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast with Seth and Jess is sponsored by Mardell Christian and Education Store. Mardell has the largest Bible selection with over 2,000 different Bibles to choose from. Best-selling books are 40 to 50% off every day, and all others are 20% off. Hey, I love discounts. Mardell has expanded their apparel department and now offers more Christian apparel selections for the whole family. You can sign up at mardell.com to receive the Mardell emails and be notified of sales, events, and receive coupons directly to your inbox. 